Kevin, I, I know no. you're upset that this is the last episode of season two, <laughs> but we must oh. record so that our viewers can hear our voice for one more time before our break. But we will be back. We are here today to discuss the movie The Unforgivable on Netflix, directed by Nora Finkscheidt. That nice. is very questionable if that's <laughs> correct or not. Nice, James. <laughs> uh, screenplay written by Peter Craig, <laughs> Hilary Seitz, and Courtney Miles. Sorry, her name's spelled you a little interesting. Courtney? <laughs> is it is Courtney it or Courtney? C O U R T E N A Y. So it's Courtney oh, it in my mind, but it's probably just Courtney. Yeah, I think but it's, the, I I it's Courtney. For the first I think time, it's Courtney. So I was like, yeah. I just was reading it phonetically, and I was like, wait a minute, it's by Courtney. <laughs> okay. I was traveling. I made sure to be here on time. I was only about five <laughs> minutes late, so yeah. give me some slack. Uh, today, this movie is starring. The one and only Sandy B. Sandra Bullock as the main character, Ruth Slater. Viola Davis as Liz Ingram. Vincent D'Onofrio as John Ingram, the husband of Liz Ingram. And John Bernthal as Blake. Overall good acting from these people. Let's get right on into our first reactions. I'm going to start with Kevin because he seemed... Rude. He seemed (laughs) stiff about this pick. Kevin's always stiff. That's his secret. I'm like I'm like iffy about this movie. It <laughs> also James fuck you. Um I'm I'm so like on the fence about it because I think it gets better as it goes on, but it's so slow and kind of boring in the beginning that it almost feels like a waste of time for you to work your way through this movie, deal with the slow kind of pointless beginning just to watch 20 minutes of a good movie um so i wasn't thrilled by it uh and i like a lot of the actors in there like i i like viola davis i like vincent d'onofrio john bernthal i like them all except i'm not a big sandy b fan but we'll get into that um but yeah i don't think it was really worth my time Uh, i think there's better stuff out there um so, yeah, I didn't love it, but it wasn't, like, terrible. Like, I wouldn't sit here and say, this movie's dog shit. Don't watch this movie. Like, I just didn't think it was that great. And there goes my strobes. So, uh, <laughs> James, what about you, buddy? This one, I actually disagree, Kev. I think this is a really good movie. And, like, it wasn't even, like, a, like it wasn't like I was bored part of the way through. Like, I was really, like, I thought it told an interesting story that we don't always get to see where it's like, you see this character that has like a, uh, like an, un- I mean, the movie's called the unforgivable. Like it's like a semi like unredeemable storyline or like tragic arc, you know, that like everybody's like justifiably mad at her for, I guess. I mean, like obviously you learn things develop and like, obviously it's a more, much more complex situation. Um, but, like, they do a good job in the movie of, like, making all of the characters, like, understandable and, like, somewhat relatable, I think. Which is why I think this is a, like, this overall is a very good movie. Um, I think that Sandra Bullock did a very good job as the character, but I have a hard time relating to characters that are very, like, you know, emotionally, like, muted, you know? Because it's, like, you don't really, like, I feel like I, I, that was my issue with Idris Elba in a few movies, too, is, like, like, I know you're a really good actor slash actress. Like, I want to see more, you know? But, like, I get that that's what they're going for. So, I don't know. 
overall, I thought it was a really good movie. Really, really well done. Uh, I thought it was a very interesting story. Uh, so, you know, I'll pass it over to Joey. What do you think? I am right in between you guys because I agree with Kev that I thought this was a very slow start. And it kind of feels a little boring at times and not really like you're kind of wondering what the point is, what the plot is, what the point of this movie is. I think there's enough there that it does keep you excited. There's a great cast behind it. So you are interested in kind of seeing them all develop as people, as their relationships intertwine and expand. Yeah, her character was very muted. She was not very upfront with like her emotions and she held back a lot of information. I think that's just a not like a syndrome of going to prison but i feel like that's kind of like a lesson you learn is like you don't be too open you kind of hold things closer to your chest also going to prison is my absolute biggest fear in life forever like it always has been always probably will be that's why i never commit a crime is so ever. scared of like, i'm so scared joey i don't think any of us are gonna do well in prison so <laughs> you never yeah. but like it's not even about doing well in prison but it's about the fact that like Everything she went through is also part, like, a main reason of why I'm scared. Like, it never goes away. I don't care yes. if you put 50 years in for robbing a kid's lemonade stand. Like, you will always be a convict mm-hmm. and, like, an Did ex-criminal you do that? and a filler. Once, Kevin. It was one time. <laughs> <laughs> but... Classic B&E. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was just too easy. The opportunity was there. Mm-hmm. It was like but, taking candy no, from I... a baby. <laughs> <laughs> or lemonade from lemonade a kid. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's where Joe but, started, and then he elevated to the, the lemonade stand. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Classic origin story Classic. of a villain. Yeah, but the la- like Kev said, the last 20, 30, 30 minutes of this movie is really interesting and really good and exciting. And there's a lot that happens. Almost too much that I feel like they threw in that was kind of unnecessary at some points. Don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say it was really interesting. I just said it was a little better than the rest of my movie. <laughs> Kevin still hates you this said, movie. Yeah, but you said that it was it almost it was made not it worth bad. It. Yeah, yeah, that almost, I, yeah. almost. I think it was almost. a little better than that. I do think it was worth watching, and that it is interesting. And the ending, the payoff is strong. So. I liked it. I had some reservations going into it, but it was a well done movie overall. Yeah. Twist is good. Let's get in. Yeah. Twi- Let's get into our um, yep. click play or keep scrolling. That's what I'm trying Who's to say. Who's starting, Joe? Who starts? Dictate. James. Ah. Uh, oh. I'm going to click play, obviously. I really like this movie. Uh, I think it was. Why is that so loud? Damn. <laughs> was was that, 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 that was really loud. Um, I think, no, I do think this is a good movie, regardless of what Kevin says. But Kevin's opinion is trash anyway, so. Oh. <laughs> That's so true. Kevin, is true. Kevin, go ahead. <laughs> um, um, well, I think James's opinion trash? is trash. Valid. This movie, I wouldn't call it trash. I throw trash around a lot on this podcast. I don't think it's trash. I just don't think it's, like, that great or, like, worth anybody's time so i'm gonna say scroll um because there's like way better movies out there that you can fill your time with i disagree i think this is a press play movie i think there's a strong audience for when and where to watch this movie it's not the most family friendly but there's also no like nudity sex scene so i think it's a good fam not family night movie type of thing but if you're older 
It's not a family movie. <laughs> I, I say, hey guys, gather around. That, Let's watch this girl no, blow I, a cop's brains out. I say Boiler. that in the sense I didn't spoil anything. It happens in the beginning uh, of the right, movie. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right you're I say right. that in the sense that I will watch movies with my parents as an adult now, and there's different your adult family <laughs> opportunities. Yes, we're all adults. There's there's yes. different like opportunities of movies to watch. It's not just Pixar or Disney. And, Agreed. Don't watch yeah. this with your kids. <laughs> yeah, no. It, this is a good uh, 18 plus. Yeah. 16 plus, really, probably, mm-hmm. maybe. There's a lot of violence. But, there's a lot of violence. Yeah. Like, real, like, you know. There's, like, substance abuse in the movie. There's, like, you know. There's, like, a lot of adult, adult themes. themes. Yeah. Adult themes. There are. Let's take a quick word from our sponsor, and we will be right back with the spoiler-heavy section of the show. <laughs> And we are back. Welcome, fellas. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for listening to our sponsor ad, read by me. And <laughs> let's get right into... <laughs> we got away from mine. I yeah. love that you kind of sung Because I'm one. like, hey, welcome to Flix, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hi, so welcome to Flix, fellas. <laughs> Do you we need switched ours after like three episodes, and we were supposed to like continue to switching it, and it's just been mine for the last 25 <laughs> episodes. Joey. Yeah, whatever. And dude. we'll probably yeah, stay whatever. mine for the next Joey. foreseeable future. But. What you have to understand is if if no, you don't tell me directly to do something, I'm not going to do it. If you tell me to I've do something, I've that with both of you. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> well, yeah, you can tell me directly though, and I still won't. <laughs> <laughs> still do it two days later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, let's get back to the movie here. Sandra Bullock. Bullock? Bullock. That was a weird Bullock? way of saying it. I say Bullock. Sandra Bullock. I say Bullock. Bull, okay. Like Bullock. Like you lick a bull. Would you? Mm, not the visual <laughs> I want. <laughs> well, how much How much are you offering, Jay? Nothing. I'm just asking. $11. You <laughs> oh, 50 yeah. bucks? The price is right. Yeah. The price is right. 50 bucks? 50 bucks okay. is 50 bucks, right? <laughs> Tangent. What are your genuine feelings now? Because I want to start off strong with this, a hot take. I thought the acting was in this was great. Didn't really love Sandy B. I thought she was a little overacting in the sense of, it was just, I don't know. She was very muted. I like barely love, like, love Sandy B in, like, anything she's in. She's really good in the blind side, but, like, what else has she been in that she's, like, this prolific uh, actress? Like, oh, shut up. That's, like, <laughs> like, yeah, she's good, like, She's yeah, a very, obviously, very obviously like, she's good in that, but it's like, no, but like, is she though? Yes. Give me something that she's in that's like fantastic. All right, hold like on. she, I was she with it her was like a fantastic show. Back. I didn't think huh? it was like Bird Box. Oh, right, she not that great. Blind. It's not great, but it's very difficult to do what she did, and I think she did it better than ninety nine percent of actors could in that movie. I still, I don't, I just don't think she's that great. She bores me. She was in Gravity. Like, Gravity was really good. That's another hard. Gravity one. was really good. She wasn't like anything special in it. She Gravity, won. Gravity. You watch for the cinematography and the directing. Like that's that's what you watch yeah. Gravity for. I, Not Sandy B. Speed. George Clooney was better, and he fucking drifts off into space in the first twenty minutes. <laughs> she she was in Speed. Um, she was um, in Premonition. The, she's she was good in Blindside. Blindside. That's about it. Yeah, she won. She won Best Actress. In Gravity, Blindside, and Speed. She won Best Actress in Gravity. What was she up against? What year was that? 2012? 2013. What the fuck was was she up against? No, 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 wait, wait. wait. She was weak. Hold on. Uh, No, no, no. 2014. 2014, she was a nominee. Uh, 
I lost it. I lost the page. Well, anyway, we're well, digressing. Here. I'm gonna Let's... look that up. We digress. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah, I don't think she was that great. I and like honestly, the rest of the acting, like, I I don't. I don't think there was much to show as far as the acting. I love Vincent D'Onofrio. I love Viola Davis. I love John Bernthal. But there wasn't anything where I was like, wow, this is some great acting. I think Vincent D'Onofrio is just great because you never you never know. Like, you know it's Vincent D'Onofrio, but he, like, always plays, like, his character really well yeah. where you're not, like, watching Vincent D'Onofrio act. Um, whereas, like, Sandra, Sandy B., you're just watching Sandy B in that role. It's kind of where like Leonardo DiCaprio for me has come where like Tom I have Hanks. trouble watching movies or like Tom Hanks. Cause mm-hmm. I'm just watching Tom Hanks or Leo DiCaprio in that role. Um, and that's kind of where Sandy B is for me. Cause she's so goddamn boring. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin hates Sandy B. I think B. that's a little <laughs> harsh, but I agree that this was, I don't think it was her best um, work and that it could have been, I mean, I there was she, one moment in particular where I was expecting like a big hard punch from her, for of emotion and like really gut wrenching empathy, and it didn't deliver. And I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think she. You're talking about the scene where they meet the parents. No, or the when scene she where meets she's the, with the sister again. No, no, the scene where she is at Viola with Viola Davis, and the real the plot twist comes. Yeah, avail. I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it just yet. We'll give yeah. people some Agreed. anticipation. No, I, I, I thought that saying. was the moment where she would be like, "Oh wow, I feel for her," and I didn't really get that 100. percent so That's where I was like, "Ah, oh, that was the chance for her to bring this role like from good to great or good to just good." Okay, yeah, and yeah. I liked I liked her flipping out at the like I so I I don't agree that her acting performance wasn't amazing because Joey, what you said in the beginning was that you didn't like her like you didn't like her character correct like you didn't like you know you liked other people's characters yeah the character in the sense that she is an open person like yeah but that's the point the point of the movie is that like she's supposed to be like you're supposed to see her basically like she's going through the system in the way that she's supposed to go through the system and she's like bumping up against all these things that are supposed to work and like help her but like Mm -hmm. they don't you know what I mean? It yeah. it doesn't. It never works out. It's not like you know, like. Hence, yeah, my biggest fear to don't... go to jail and the system yeah. just completely fail. I think it's just like the movie didn't lean into like any of those themes enough. Like, like they barely gloss over like how difficult it is, like when you get out of prison, or like like how the system messes you up, mm-hmm. or how it fails people. Like they barely get into that. And if you're gonna make a movie about how the system fails people. You're going to cast the lead actress as a white woman? Like, come on. Like, that's just like, so you can't go down that route with that role. So they didn't really go down that route, but then they didn't really go down any other route, right? Like, it wasn't like, it It didn't really focus on anything, and, and it just was boring to me until the end. And honestly, not to toot my own horn, I, I predicted that twist like 20 minutes into the movie. Like I really? like you just see really? it coming. Yeah, I, dude, a hundred percent. I have. I wrote Kingpin in this because Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> was there. Oh, yeah. And then I said, and then the next note is Punisher two. <laughs> and then the next note after that is, did the daughter shoot the cop? 
Yeah. Which is his sister. I, I thought it, because, and it was so early on, I still thought it was the daughter, daughter not sister. Not sister. Yeah, yeah, it's because that they tried to age her down, but she doesn't look aged out. So it's like, well, it would only be appropriate that that would be her daughter, you know? <laughs> the other thing I struggled yeah. with, and why I could see people predicting that, is that it's such a dramatic action to take for someone just evicting you from your house. Which I get is probably heart wrenching and heart like, uh, terrible to deal with. But the cop is literally on the phone and says, like, I will open up my house to you and your sister so you guys can sleep comfortably. I mean, so, like, she obviously had an option. And But I think that at that point, too, like, what made it so predictable was because it didn't really lean into any solid story off the bat. Like, you don't know what this movie is really about other than and they barely even make it about her trying to find the sister early on and you're like what the hell is this movie trying to do and then you consider the flashbacks and stuff and that's how i got to it so quickly because i was like there's got to be something they're leading to or some reason for all of this Mm -hmm. and that was like the only explanation so i think it just like bored me so much to the point where i was trying to figure out why am i watching this movie you know what I'm saying? So it made my brain actually work to figure out, you know, what the hell is the point of this movie? And that's just kind of why I didn't enjoy it, because I don't like to be, like, figuring out, like, for what reason and am I watching this movie? The acting isn't that great. Yeah. Um, you know, the story is not almost non-existent, so, like, what the hell am I doing here? I think this was a good movie, that there was the entertaining aspect. There was clear plot points that kept you interesting. Whereas if you look at a movie like The Power of the Dog, which we just reviewed, that to me, I was like, what in the world is the point of this? Until literally, like, the very, very end, I was like, oh, was that all built up just that one moment where it's like, this actually has a story. It's loose. I, I will give you that. There's a lot of points where you're like, is this a story about her coming out of prison? Is this a story about her finding her younger sister? Is this a story about finding the real killer? Is Like, there's a lot of different plot points that could go on here but there are plot points so to me i'm like okay that is enough to keep me interested and figure out okay well there's a she's a complex character it's a complex story there's more going on like yeah but then they just introduce shit and then not like do anything else with it like john bernthal all that shit he leaves the story didn't matter like did Mm -hmm. not matter at all that like literally and he never shows up again no no it did did. the john bernthal stuff absolutely mattered it did because it no no it was emotional it was an emotional toll and it was like it showed that like even like in like the solace she can get from like a friend she's not allowed to talk to him because the system doesn't allow it you know what i mean like yeah but they could have done that without introducing and doing all those scenes you could have explained that faster yes like but i think it's still important and it was so stupid it was such a waste of john birdall it was so silly i do have one point and this was kind of towards the beginning of the movie there was a scene where after she gets out of prison, she gets uh, like she goes into like the housing um, with like a bunch of other the halfway like, house, halfway, halfway house. house, yeah, with a bunch of other women, um, and she's like laying in her bed, and I hear like a woman like vehemently coughing in the room with her, and I'm just like, it made me think like, when do you guys think movies are going to like adopt like the COVID world we now live in? You know what I mean? I don't think they should. I I hate that when TV shows and sorry if I jumped too quick on you Joe, but I think some TV shows like on cable television like started to bring that in. Yeah. I think it's so stupid for television or movies to even think about bringing in COVID like into their universes into their films because movies 
and television are supposed to be escapes. Like that's literally like the roots of entertainment are is escapism, escaping from the world you're living in, escaping from the shit you're dealing with to sit and be entertained by something on the big screen, right? Or something on stage, whatever. And for them to bring in COVID, which has ruined so many lives, which has like made our lives so difficult, even if like you didn't lose the loved ones, like it has changed the way that we work as a society to bring that into a movie. Like it, that's not entertainment anymore. Now I'm just like stressing about yeah. fucking COVID that we're dealing with every single day. So I would hate if TV shows or movies brought it in. I, I refuse to watch shows on cable television most of the time anyway. But, yeah, I hope they don't – like, I hope that doesn't become a thing. Yeah. Can I piggyback off of that? I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it in movies. I get why TV shows had to do it because especially cable shows have, like, very strict schedules and seasons that they have to, like, meet. So they have to start filming very early. And I think the only way they could do that was if all the actors were wearing masks at all times. And why else would they wear masks other than COVID? So I think that was why a lot of TV shows had to bring that aspect into it. I agree. I thought it was weird at first because even when they're in the fish plant, like cutting fish heads off, like working, I was like, wow, that's weird that none of them are wearing masks. Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking because of COVID. I was just thinking like as like a food manufacturing plant, like I feel like that would be standard protocol. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, no, maybe that is just like a COVID thing that's like now wired into my head that if you're around raw food, you should be wearing masks. I don't know. It's just like. It was weird, but I don't – I agree. I don't want to see it in movies because movies don't have necessarily strict timelines of when they have to come out. And if you have to delay filming for a week or two or a month, yes, it may be expensive. It may cause problems, but better that than having yep. to rewrite a whole story around something that's not relevant to the main story. Yeah. Unless you, you make a movie like, about COVID. Yeah, but, exactly. Right. Until yeah. the COVID yeah, exactly. trilogy comes out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you yeah. Know, I, COVID two, electric boogaloo. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those things that I picked up, and I guess it's just it literally is just living through COVID society. But I, I don't think they should go in either. Um, I so dude, John Bernthal rocks a mustache in this movie. Rocks. John Bernthal is the definition of a man who can rock a mustache. Agreed. Especially <laughs> the handlebar one. Oh, like so good. that is. That is top chef's tier mustache kiss. working right there. Chef's kiss mustache. He can work a mustache while like murdering a bunch of people in the Punisher, and you're still like, yeah, John Bernthal. Damn, is. John Bernthal. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, I love. Yeah. That. I like that stash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree that I thought there was gonna be more to his character in the set. Like he did have a vital role. He, you know, he was the reason that she kind of had to develop as a character and start trusting people and kind of open up, and then also feel that betrayal kevin is so fed up with us defending <laughs> anything uh, in this movie. i just hate it <laughs> kevin just like kevin is this is like kevin's like kevin can't not disagree in some way but he knows on the podcast we shouldn't talk over each other so this is what kevin does in the background we say something that you're not agreeing you're like yeah <laughs> yeah here's I, the thing. it hurts i understand why you didn't like this movie I get why it may not be Oscar worthy, but it was still a good movie, good quality, good production. The story was good, the pacing was bad. And yeah. there was when I in my intro I said that there was they brought in some weird things 
towards the end that I was like unrelevant. Like, let's talk about the brothers for a second, the unhinged brothers who it was so weird. His dad was the victim of the whose dad was the cop that died in the pre movie yeah. starting. Um, what did you guys think about that? Because I got their purpose in the beginning, and then it felt like it was more about them for a little bit, and then it felt like. We're just Again. going deep into their lives. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Like Again, this is and... where the story just gets like shit. Like, it's just like, I, I don't know. I don't want to shit talk. I have so much trouble on this podcast because I hate shit talking like writers and directors because they're like, that's their trade. And like, I hate doing that. But also at the same time, like, what the fuck kind of writing is that, man? Like, you're just like. They didn't have to introduce the whole, like, oh, he cheated, and that's what made that guy snap. You could have just made the other brother snap. You could have written that so many other ways where it doesn't feel, like, like, just, like, stupid and just, like, shoehorned in there, you know? Because he literally comes into the house, and, like, you hear him, like, close the door. You hear him walk up the stairs. You hear him say, like, where's mom? And then he walks in, and they're... Me and he's bad. just raw dog in the yeah. shit. Well, no, they, didn't, they weren't even just like what the. They weren't even having sex yet. Like he had like his underwear. Like he had like they were in the process. But it's like also one of those things where you're like, like really, like this is where you had to go with this character, right? Like yeah. who the like, fuck right. cares? Like I don't like I didn't. And that's why like, I almost that felt stupid. like it was about was him. Dumb. Yeah, that's because like, I'm like, why are we giving him more development when we both know that the other brother, the one that's cheating with the sister, is the unhinged one. He yeah, right. has now agreed and to he's become already unhinged. Got mo- like, their motive was there already. The plan was there already. This was just, like, extra to, like, be like, okay, now is the time to strike. But it didn't need to be there. Yeah, it was dumb. I didn't like it. I like, I, I very much didn't like that part. Can I give you uh my little, like, nitpick gripe in the movie, too? Yes. When she is – when the one – the one brother of the cop, the son of the cop who was shot, he goes and sees her at the construction site. Tall one or short one? The one who has the baby. Tall one. And they talk inside the construction site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the tall one. And he's like, okay, I'll leave. And then she leaves and locks the door from the outside. But then he's still in there. How the fuck did he get out if that was padlocked? <laughs> yes. I, yes. I yeah. saw that and I was like, is he stuck? Was like, what? He just lives there now. <laughs> Stupid but, gripe because yeah. you can write that out. But it's like, like who like who checked this? Like, I who thought of that? He's also like this like ominous figure where he like, like you see like the bags hanging from him and he like comes through like the plastic he, like, and he's floated. like, he's like, Yes, I'm staying here tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he just floated out through the fucking plastic. Yeah, like a yeah. goat. Fucking stupid. So a little stupid. weird. But it was also like projecting. It's how he had to learn too. that she had That's a sister. Not what she and said. That there was... Yeah, but she was also like, it was insane because he's like, he said just like, like what did he say? He just said, let it go or something like that. It's like, bro, he, she, he was, she was talking on. about her dead parents, not your dead parents, you fucking yeah. Right, right. It's <laughs> stupid. See, yeah. again, that's like weird writing. Yeah. Just, just like a on. weird part in the movie where it's like, come on. Like, that's the, like, that that's is the miscommunication. Yeah. That, like, come on. Like, like yeah. fuck off. I liked how the motivation, like, that, I liked the plot point that that served. Like, I liked the fact that, like, he was like, listen, like, I just need to check it out and see her, like, see her for myself. But like they need to make her seem less like like innocent in that moment. Like she does kind of like 
push a little bit or say something that she shouldn't say and like that's what unhinges him but then like later on because it's kind of like the king right like in the king he started a war for like nothing you know what i mean so it's like this guy in the same way like would way over exaggerate after one thing that she says would have been a good plot point but he just misinterprets something that she says that wasn't complicated and isn't hard to interpret you know mm-hmm. yeah but even even if like they maybe they could have like changed what she said or what that moment was there and then you don't need to include the stupid cheating yeah you need to get rid of that whole that thing. like makes yeah. him snap because like they already included something to make him angry yeah. about it enough to do something crazy yeah. so why include that stupid man i like I think come that there's on things that you can cut but i don't think that that makes the movie bad i think that that's still like i think that there's definitely gripes it's not a perfect movie i just think that like there's like especially with the brothers there was a lot where i'm just like i agree with you kevin i'm just like why like why 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 you know and joey yeah but if too. i'm not i didn't say this movie was like bad i said it's just like okay mm-hmm. you didn't get your trash rating right and <laughs> and that's kind of my point is like it's not a great movie because they like you said james they you can cut this stuff out you can change this stuff to make it better so since they left it in there that makes it less good let me ask yeah. you something kev though you because you said it's not trash it's not great do you see a time or place or an audience that would enjoy this movie or when you could watch this movie and be like, okay, yeah, that was a good, I like, didn't feel like that was a waste of an hour, 52 minutes. Like, I feel like if you do, I don't know. It's just once you get to the end and there's that payoff, the payoff is good and it's emotional and i did it did trigger an emotional response at the end when she finally saw the sister but i think that i i don't think there's an audience i would say you should go and watch this whole movie just for that 20 minute payoff if you do end up watching the movie and you sit all the way through and finish it it's really not terrible but i don't think the payoff is worth sitting for an hour and a half hour 40 Hour and a half. Hour 52. Hour 52? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely like, not worth an hour 52. It doesn't feel like... It, yeah. The pacing wasn't terrible. Hours. The pacing was not terrible. Well, but, that's the weird like, thing is that I almost think the pacing was bad, but I was like, oh, wow, that didn't feel like a two-hour movie or hour, like whatever it is. That's it, good pacing, though. Yeah, it's like after like, she gets the call or like, you know, like, I guess... In the moment, it didn't feel bad. I guess, yeah, by definition, it was good pacing because I didn't mind it when I was watching. In hindsight, I was like, wait a minute, that felt weird. The sacrifice that she makes for her sister of going to prison and letting her be a child and grow up normal mm. life. Whack. I liked it. Whack? I like. it. I think it's reasonable. I, think it's I don't think it's reasonable to expect a five-year-old to go to prison for something like that. No. Like, she she would like, not. It was an accident. Like, it that totally... She, it, unnecessary. She, but... In that moment, you're not thinking rationally, and you're yeah. she's probably like, I just need to protect my sister. Kevin, yeah, but, please. But also, like, that's annoying, too, because it's like, she probably, well, she probably would have lost. Either way, she loses the the sister, right? Because she loses that because of, like, like, child endangerment and, like, neglect, whatever, that caused her to blow a cop's brain out. But then also, then she just chose the option of I'll go to jail for 20 years and then also lose 
my sister. But her like, sister gets to grow up. That's true. That's fair. It's a very fair. selfless act. Mm-hmm. You're right. You you but, have swayed me. You're right. It was uh, it was a fine. Uh, I make a, that call. A very fine decision. I just imagine yeah, that I'd would have to be call. a very difficult, very mm-hmm. very difficult thing to like do. And like she looks at her sister at like the when they're eating breakfast or whatever the pancakes. She was like, "Eat them all." Do you? She said something, and she's like, "You're fine." She goes, "What I do?" And I was like. Oh, this sister. She, I was like, she's a serial killer. Like this girl is going well, to go on and murder but, people. <laughs> no, I don't. No, but no, it just happened. No, no, but that's my that's my other issue is that yes, she was five years old. Something so traumatic as you fucking murdering somebody still has to stick with you in some way, especially if you have a zero therapy between then and now. There's no way that that doesn't do something to her psychologically that she can, as a five-year-old, just blow someone's goddamn brains out and then just go about life normally. I will say this, though. I I think trauma has done weird things to people in ways that we just do not understand or can explain. So I think that's where you have to play into it in this. And then, like, okay, she was young. Like, I can't remember anything that happened to me as a five-year-old. I know I didn't kill anybody. That's for almost certain probably but (laughs) like i i do believe that aspect but the weird part oh and i just lost it sorry jelly great no it's okay um saint anthony saint anthony no wait okay you got it it. cannot be found (laughs) thank you you said a prayer and i remembered my memory (laughs) um i watched the last part of this movie with amanda and i explained to her what was going on so she can understand and Right after she, like, everything happens, they explain that the mom died during childbirth with the younger sister. And then Panda turns around and goes, oh, so she's been killing people since day one. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, I, my God. That's so good. Incredible. That's so yeah. good. I was Incredible. like, damn, you're right. She probably is, like, Dude. one more, and she's a serial killer. Yo, your girlfriend's a Literally. Savage, bro. I fucking love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, That's but, yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah. You guys would enjoy that. I think we've talked about this movie enough. <laughs> a good amount. I don't know about enough. I think we could go deeper because there's a lot of themes here, but I think we. I disagree with that statement wholeheartedly. <laughs> well, Kevin, I'm just there's to make nothing else here. I have to say about this movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's play our game for one last time of season two, the Metascore game. You keep saying last of season two, and it's making me sad, Joey. Uh, it's no, giving me the uh, bad no. no, it's got to make you excited we're, for we're season, season three. We're going to come back stronger and better than ever before for season three. Yeah, We, we already cool. have surprises for season three you don't even know about that are huh. already in act. Huh. Like our website that's live. What? We do have a website. What? Yeah. Go check it out. Go check it um, out. Kev, what do you think the meta score of this movie is? I'm thinking it's good but not great. I'm going to go... It's got to be like mid fifties, like nothing crazy, like a fifty. Do I go north or south of fifty five? <laughs> I was like, I, I was south so fifty four, fifty four. I was gonna be mid fifties, but I feel like I kind of want to like change. I don't want to just go like I don't want to go like fifty five, but like uh, it's a Price is Right you. So I'm gonna go sixty two. Sixty two. So 
now we all know after a full season of terrible metaphor <laughs> that we can't rely on that for the rating of the movie. 91. But in, this, in, in this case, metaphor would agree with Kevin and that Ooh. it's a bad movie with Ooh. a rotten 40. Whoa. Oh, yeah. that's, low, that's way low. lower that's than I would have thought. Yeah. yeah, this movie does I suck. Was, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Um, there's... I think 40 is a little harsh, but I get a 40. Like, I understand. I mean, it. I think the lowest like... you could go on this is like a 49. Like, that is the lowest no. you could go on this movie. Well, Roger I Ebert's journal it. went with a 12. Well, I so hate that's probably the lowest you could go. Sorry, Robert. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry Mr. Ebert. I don't call him Mr. Ebert. I don't respect him. <laughs> the headline. Wait, the I headline. Do. The headline for his is. This is three movies in one, each of worse, each of which is progressively worse, as Kevin kind of also <laughs> said. I think Kevin wrote that article. That is kind of maybe I'm maybe I'm Mr. Ebert. That's, Ebert. My... <laughs> That's okay. funny. Let's double down before we wrap up one last time. Yo, Robert Ebert. James, why don't you I start? I respect Robert Ebert. <laughs> yeah, he died a couple he years died. ago. I didn't know he died. Never mind. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he died a while ago. Okay, James. I'm doubling down. This is a good movie. I don't care what Odie Henderson or Kevin says. <laughs> I worked my ass off. I thought Me you were going to change your mind. I worked my tail off. Ugh. Yeah, I'm doubling down too. Keep scrolling. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Joey. I'm a soft play on this one. Let's go! Nice. <laughs> I'm doubling down that Fuck it's you, still worth watching. But, but I worked him down to a soft play. Yeah, yeah. he did. Because... It's worth watching, but it's under the right circumstances of like, okay, you have a very chill Thursday night. Maybe it's raining outside. You don't want to go out. Yeah, really setting the mood. Yeah. Dinner. You're going to order Dinner. a pizza. Set your Me and Joey are on the couch under a blanket. <laughs> Kevin, all I'm saying. Wine is pouring. <laughs> all I'm saying, Kevin, is close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, and I'm taking the dub. <laughs> enjoy this one two plays and it keeps scrolling let's go joey and that fellas wraps up season two but we may release some bonus content in the meantime you never know we all three went 15 for 15 on season two no guest episodes you know we did try to get a couple guests on the show this season but we're working harder for season three you know Mm -hmm. yeah but at least you had all three of us every week, oh. so you're welcome. Boys, it's been a pleasure. You know, not yes. not just for it us, has. but for the listeners. Congratulations for our 35 subscribers. For our 35 <laughs> subscribers, newly appointed. Hey, by the time this video goes out, 6,000 subscribers. Who's not? I'm Maybe. not calling it. Maybe it could happen. Um, <laughs> it's 2022 almost. Um, Someone related us to the view, and they're wildly successful. Boom. So yeah. we've talked Look about that us. guy in four podcasts <laughs> yeah fuck that guy but anyway anyway like comment and subscribe and we'll talk about you is that it yeah. is that an impersonation of me kevin <laughs> is that is that is that what i sound like uh, like comment like and subscribe before i go to bed <laughs> <laughs> whoa man doubles down <laughs> uh, okay. do a uh, bit Oh, like, comment, and subscribe, you stupid rogue, and I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) 
<laughs> Kevin has, down. I can't wait until Kevin writes my bio on the website. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Dude, it'll be three months late. Don't worry. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it, uh, I'm going to wait three months, and then the bio is going to be, oh, sorry, I forgot to write a bio. I felt so. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> rude. <laughs> so rude. All sorry, right. sorry. Well, season three is coming. We're excited. New things in the works. Be pumped for it. And if you want to see it when it comes out, subscribe to our YouTube channel because we post everything on there. In addition to bonus episodes, it could be coming out during the break. Uh, follow us on Instagram, flicks underscore fellas. We are going to be active on there even through the break. You could chat with us, talk to us about movies, or talk to us about whatever. If you join our Patreon, we have a Discord. We can hang out. I hang out there frequently. I made it. It's really nice. <laughs> um, other than that... Fellas. It's been fun. Fellas. Fellas. See you in season three. Fellas. Fellas. <laughs> yep. See you in season three. <laughs> Thank See you. See you in season three, all. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.